0: Greetings, this is Pastor Gary Montgomery, host of the Stone Builders Hour. I have a degenerative spine and have lived with constant pain for over five years. I tried it all, surgeries, opioids, natural pain medication, and still no relief until I found Dr. Ryan Knight of Knight Family Chiropractic. Dr. Knight and his team reviewed my medical records and developed a personal therapy and rehabilitation plan, and I'm now on my way to pain reduction. You know, he can help you too. Just call Knight Family Chiropractic at 580-448-4412 for a free exam in Durant, Oklahoma, and mention Pastor Gary referred you. Remember his motto, all you need is love and adjustments. Call 580-448-4412. Greeting friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling... 580 or stone bhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, we Livingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Greetings, fellow believers. Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery. That's me and my lovely wife, Elder JC, who is on a spring break visiting the children and also doing a farm break at the same time. Boy, you know, families are so important and ours is on the top of the list. Remember, God first, family second, and the rest of y'all got to get in line. Praise God. You know, like last week, uh, our focus was on Galatians 6-7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Oh, my goodness. We shared all the evil that was going on in this world and attacks on our children, our children's sexuality, attacks against our family. That whole situation down there in Brazil during the carnival where the theme was Evil and the devil, I mean, floats and costumes uh, portraying Satan. Can you believe that afterwards? Many unusual weather patterns brought tornadoes, hurricane, hail and loss of many lives, not only in Brazil, but in the U.S. and the world. My, 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 my. You know what? But this year, this year, Passover Easter, Ramadan, which are some of the holiest holidays in Judea, Christianity, and Islam, they all coincide in the same week. Now, we're not going to go into, you know, who's doing what, but y'all know what's going on as far as Easter and and um, Ramadan. Um, in, Judea- in Judaism, Passover it commemorates the story of the Israelites escape from slavery and departure from the ancient Egypt, which appears in the Hebrew Bible and King James chapter 12. Oh, boy. You know, that talk tells you it lays it out for you. You know, most Christians know the story of the Egyptian Pharaoh's stubbornness and the 10 plagues Moses brought down from heaven. The 10 plagues were water turning to blood, frogs, lice, flies, livestock, pestilence, boil hell, locusts, darkness, and the killing of firstborn children. These plagues are recorded in the Bible and were sent by the Almighty after Pharaoh refused to let the Egypts I mean refused to let the Israelites leave Egypt. praise God, The Almighty told Moses to order the Israelite families to sacrifice a lamb and smear the blood on the door of their houses. In this way, the angel would know to pass over the houses of the Israelites. So those Israelites didn't go out and sacrifice those lambs and put the sign on their door smeared with the sheep's blood, death would come quickly. This is why the festival commemorating the escape from Egypt is known as Passover. Now, Passover is celebrating starting at sundown on Wednesday, April 5th. we're (laughs) we're, We're in process of doing it right now. And it's going on around the globe. The Hebrew Israelites, the Ashkenazi Jews, the Orthodox Jews, they will all begin observing Passover or they should have already started. You know, Passover is a spring holiday that commemorates the Israelites' exodus from Egypt a thousand years ago. Passover called Piash. In Hebrew, is celebrated for seven or eight days, depending on the local customs or traditions of those Israelites or Jews or, you know, families. Everyone celebrates, even with Christmas, there's a special, families do something special. To celebrate Passover, the Hebrew Israelites and the Jews often remove Shemetz or 11 bread products from their home. Throughout the holiday, people observing Passover will abstain from eating bread products and instead eat matzah, a square or sometimes round cracker, to symbolize how the Israelites didn't have time to let their bread rise during their hasty departure from Egypt. The first two nights, which have already gone by, of the Passover are also marked by a cedar or ceremonial dinner where friends and families get together to read and retell stories of the Israelites' flight from Egypt. The story, prayers, and songs are read from the book called the Haggadah, along with the Torah. Now, one of the biggest themes discussed throughout the cedar is freedom. Both the Israelites' freedom from Egypt and celebrating their own freedom and recognizing those around the world that are still not free. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. One of the key components of cedar is the cedar plate, which includes a roasted egg, a shank bone, Bitter herbs, often horseradish. Hey, you know, I got some horseradish growing in my garden right now. I never grew horseradish before, so I'm interested in how to make that work. Uh, The set, which are chopped apples, nuts and spices, and parsley. Now, some Jews will also include lettuce or matzah on their cedar plate. Now, each of these items on the cedar plate is a symbolic of the Passover story. You know, Passover commenced a 49-day period called the Omer, which recalls the count between offerings brought to the ancient temple in Jerusalem. This count culminates in the holiday of Shavat, the anniversary receiving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. Praise God. The Passover dietary rules restrict the use of grains that can ferment and become leaven. These grains are wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. And during Passover, people can only eat unleavened grains. Wheat flour is permitted only if it is baked into a matzah, which is unleavened bread. You know, the dinner is, I mean, all (laughs) you're minding your own business. You're going to, um, you're praying to the Almighty. And then you got Moses saying, all right, time to go after being incarcerated and slave, you know, that was a hard time getting all those people together, but praise God, there were hundreds of thousands of people who did listen to that prayer and, and left Egypt with a whole bunch of stuff. Now, there are like seven blessings of Passover in Scripture. Like Passover blessings include... God will assign an angel to you. God will be an enemy to your enemies. God will give you prosperity. God will take sickness away from you. God will give you a long life. God will cause increase in your life. God will give a special year's blessing and God sets the schedule and the times when He's going to do it because his time is not my time and my time is not his time. Now, that is so awesome. And I think more of us should explore Passover. JC and I, since these last four or five years, um, we celebrate the Passover uh and and when you have those when you know about those seven blessings in the passover scripture God will assign an angel to you Lord send my angel to provide protection around my mind my body and my spirit against the wild of the evil one and also extend it to my wife my family my children's children's children that's what I'm talking about it, it, this is so So touching me in that God really loves us so much and all he wants us to do is follow his commandments and follow him. You know, when he goes, when we talk about God will be an enemy to your enemies, he already said, I will fight your battles for you. All we have to do is be diligent and pray And let the Almighty fight our battles for us. Praise God. I mean, (laughs) I ain't got no enemies. You do not want to be my enemy. Because I have the Almighty on my team backing me up. And just like when Jesus, when he comes back, He's going to come back on a, on a horse with a sword, a two-edged sword. And as he goes forward and backwards, it, it, it just call holy, 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 because he is holy, holy, holy. But he's coming to set us apart from their enemies. Well, I, I offer you to, to pray and celebrate Passover because God will give you prosperity God, I do not have. He said, don't worry about what you're going to have to eat tomorrow because do the birds worry? Do these things worry? I got your back. So, will God will give me prosperity. That's prosperity in my health. That's prosperity in the work that I do. That's prosperity with my family and over my family. That's what I'm talking about. God is a mighty God that we serve. It's so important that we do because he will give you prosperity. Now, this next one, I already repeated, God will take sickness away from you. Lord, he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And Father, we need your healing right now. Our country is sick. Even after the COVID shot, many people are having, I know folks who are having side effects from taking the COVID shots. God will take away that sickness from you. I know that I have a degenerative spine. I'm in pain daily, constantly, but He allows me the work because He said that my grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. So take away sickness. Heal my body, heal my soul, and heal my spirit. And I pray that for you today also. I already talked about God will give you a long life. Praise God. You know, I go to a chiropractor. It was so awesome listening to my chiropractor. You know, we were going over what I do daily here on the farm. And even though I'm suffering, I got some issues and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't let me stop from being who I am and knowing that he is the healer. I just believe that while I'm in the midst of working, God's going to heal me. Give me long life. So my chiropractor said, man, the work that you're doing, you're adding over five years to your life. I say, praise God. I'm working. I'm a workaholic. I want to keep on going because his promise is that he will give you a long life and God will cause increase in your life. Lord, I know that I need to increase. Do you need to increase? (laughs) You know, through tithes and offerings, you know, in your first fruits. That's what's so important. God will cause an increase in your life. Are you seeking something for him from him? Know that he will answer your prayers. God, I pray to increase my finances, to increase my land, the increase farm equipment, to increase things that we need so that we can do a first fruit and also provide not only for ourselves, but for others. What a mighty God we serve. You know, God will give a special year blessing to you. You know what? I can use one right now. And sometimes I wish my time would line up with his time. But... He has a special blessing for you in 2023, even while things around you look like they're falling down, even though there's things are going around in our country right now. It's just crazy taking you off the focus that the dollar is going to collapse. Uh, The United States dollar will collapse. It's not me saying it. It's because of the world is moving towards a gold standard. And our economy standard is based on debt and dollars. We're taking in more debt than more cash coming in Uh, the world and this BRICS, which is what um, um, uh, the Russians, the the Chinese, uh, India, uh, South America, they've all gotten to Brazil. They've all gotten together to go on a gold standard and also accepting the yuan, uh, which is a Chinese currency as a currency. Once they go on gold, then our prices are going to go up. So we need a special year blessing because it's going to get rough and tough for many of us. But you know what? Even though it's going to be rough and tough. My God can do all things according to his riches and glory. And he made four promises. Jehovah made four promises if we keep his Passover. Those four promises, or some folks use the word cups. It represents the four expressions of deliverance God promised in Exodus 6, 6-7. through And he says, I will bring out, I will deliver, I will redeem, and I will take. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will rid you of their bondage, and I will redeem you with stretched out arms with great judgments. And I will take you to take you. Um, as my people and I will be your God and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God which bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians Woo, woo! praise God praise God now that is awesome to me he will deliver God said his promise I will deliver you out of your situation. He will deliver you out of that muck of mire. He will deliver you if you're trying to go to your next level. He will deliver your business. He will deliver. He wants, he loves. I will deliver because I want to be your God. I will redeem. Oh, God. That's like, uh, I'm going with a coupon. I'm going to the coupon so I can be redeemed and I will take lord you know sometimes we you know, when we put on our whole body of armor well a sword a helmet of salvation but we're also given body armor we're also given a shield we're also given a sword and that sword you swing to the right and you swing to the left because sometimes you have to take things in order to make things happen. I ain't talking about stealing. I ain't talking about knocking somebody else in the head or taking their things. But I can take you to your next level. I will take you over here, but I need the promise that you will obey me. Oh, God, we are such a knucklehead people, I tell you. And I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you out from under the burdens of debt. I will bring you about under the burden of sin. Ah, because he has outstretched arms for each and every one of us. What a mighty God we serve. I thank you, Lord. Now, there are four major points in the Passover story. According to Aish, a Jewish blog I guess it was created about 17 years ago, Passover conveys five major concepts. Ah, Maybe it's four. Memory, optimism, faith, family, Ah, it is five, responsibilities. The importance of memory is remember that you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Remember that the Lord took you out of bondage of slavery. Remember is a biblical mandate. Only by being aware of your past as a people can our lives become filled with purpose and meaning. Because memory links our past to our future. Praise God. Now, the importance of optimism is to study the Passover story in depth so you can recognize that the most difficult task Moses had to perform was not to get the Jews out of Egypt, but get Egypt out of the Jews. For instance, the the golden calf idol worship at Mount Sinai. Those Israelites, they become so habit-forming to their status of slaves. It was a habit to them and they embraced that habit. They lost all hope that they could ever improve their lot. Without hope, they would have been lost. We relive our ancestors' plight as slaves begging to be liberated. But anything is possible if we only dare to dream the impossible dream. You know that song, A Dream, The Impossible Dream? Yeah, praise God. Now, the other most important thing is family. Our families are under attack right now. I just can't believe that the pressure of bringing drag kings and queens into the schools to perform against our middle school and elementary children uh, to, to, to show them sexuality so they can make a choice and confuse them even more. They're confusing the word of God that I made you male and female, not a male who thinks he is an, a, another male. It's like, talk about a ball of confusion. That's where our families, and it begins with our own families, especially during this Passover, the home celebration. Of uh, intimate connection between generations. That's why so. That's why JC is now visiting the grandkids. Uh, our two daughters are in the Philadelphia area with our, with us. Um, uh, six of our eight grandchildren. And I know her being there is a generational connection that cannot be broken. Our continuality is based on the primacy of the family as an anchor from our past to the presence. It's so important that our children learn who their grandparents were, their great-grandparents, and, and where they come from uh, geographically. What was their faith with the belief and how many children? Who's related to who? See, our children during the, um, the Cedar, they become stars because children are the central to Passover, It's the sharing of our cedar as our way of connecting to our past that relies on the importance of family. The importance of responsibility is that we celebrate our deliverance from slavery of Egypt as if it happened to us personally. We experience empathy and concern with the rights of strangers, the homeless, the the ones who are impoverished, Because we're asking ourselves to remember that we understand what it means to be enslaved in the pain of oppression. Oh, Lord, that's why we need you now. Not yesterday. We need the almighty by the hour. Because there's so much now that he's starting to get really mad by bringing a lot of peril the weather pattern is topsy-turry with these hurricanes where where people just lost their lives once again. Up until this morning, I heard about another tornado ripping through Missouri. Folks, now it's time to return to our God. Return to the Almighty. You know, uh, you know, those days of toting that barge and lifting that bell, they're over. But now it's time to to tote for the almighty and bring your family along to lift up Jesus, to lift up God, to pray, to know that we are the sons and daughters of the almighty and that he has put grace on us. He has laid hands on us so that we can do all things that he asks us to do. That's why I'm always asking for his permission to move to his permission to go, to to give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It's got to come from above because, man, oh God, we're always under attack, especially from that one. Well, there is so much going on and I want to prevent myself from going on a tangent. But I pray eternal God of all the generations we welcome this Passover, this festival of freedom with a joyful heart. We assemble together seeking your presence as you redeem our ancestors from slavery of Egypt and led them to the land of their inheritance. So have you been my redeemer, my protector, Father in heaven. And I pray that on my children's children, Father, For our friends and neighbors and for those who are listening today, dear Lord, I pray that you answer their prayers. I pray that they come to know you by following the 10th commandments, by following the Passover, to learn more about Passover, because that is our history. So, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to share the good news with you. In the mighty name of Yeshua, I say peace out. Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder J.C. and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, we welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder J.C.'s ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing too by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud or your favorite podcasts. Check them out.